1: Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Joe Scribbles. I'm joined by Simon Cardi and yes. Matt Perslow. Hello. The money bag, Mr. Oh. Purse. <laughs> we, well, we, how we, dare you be looking at my financial structures? <laughs> we talked about that at lunch and I just remembered halfway through. Uh, first off, hello. I say a big thanks to everyone who came to Podcast 500. Oh, yeah. It was Thank good. you so much. And to the upwards of four people I've said say it sounded good on the audio as well good yes I apologize for I the like. YouTube section in retrospect especially the one that was in all Japanese the Japanese one doesn't yeah. work in audio but unless sometimes you speak Japanese honestly from this let's don't include this obviously but from a cynical perspective if you do include those elements people go subconsciously that like, next time I have to go to the live event yeah. you know what that means for us More months. (laughs) Delicious money. Uh, Thank you for all your delicious money and your friendship. Uh, It was a good night had by all. uh, By the end, few blank spots in the old memory. I was was steady. I kept
2: it quite chilled. I I had lots
1: of water, which was a good move on my part. I think the best uh, sort of, like explanation of my mental state at the end of that night was that when I got home I remembered that my girlfriend had made a sag paneer and <laughs> I just <laughs> scooped it out of the pan with my bare hands and shoveled it into my mouth cold sag cold paneer, sag paneer from my bare hands just that's what Charlton Heston said once I seem <laughs> to remember <laughs> um, yeah so it was great thank you very much we love you all I, we should do it again why not see you in another 500 <laughs> when we're all I'll do it next week. we'll be so old. Why
2: not? Let's do it next week. Imagine if we're all here in ten years. I hope I'm still on Earth. Or maybe I'm on the moon. Who knows? You might be on On the moon. The IGM moon base. Yeah. Send me up.
1: I'm ready. (laughs) Are you? You've been doing training. (laughs) Yeah. All right, Winston. (laughs) Uh, We, all three of us, as you might be able to tell from the rambling sort of conversation we're having, have been at Gamescom all week. Yes, we got back late last night. We did. Uh, tiring we, days. We all said we were going to have Chinese. Only one of us did. I, I had know. a bowl of cereal. <laughs> you did. Actually, you did. Re, you did re yeah. up. <laughs> well, as I've said before, I'm just not a big fan of a Chinese. Oh, yeah, it's mad to me. It's well. bonkers. I like a lot of other things in life. I said that actually sounds like it came out of nowhere. We have a tradition, or at least we used to have a tradition, to, stamped on by Serial Boy over here, uh, <laughs> that we get a Chinese when we got back from Gamescom and send each other pictures. But only I said, I got
2: pictures. one last year, and I'm not even a big fan. But, <laughs> you were you sick. Know, <laughs> yeah, I threw it at the wall. And uh, it ate it cold, with my
1: bare hands the next day. <laughs> yes. Uh, apart from Chinese, Gamescom is also quite good for video games. Some mm. of which we've seen, others of which we've played, and we just thought we'd go through the highlights. And and, I don't know, are there any low lights on there? No, we make no, sure to no. keep it positive. Mostly good games. Yes. Uh, we'll I like s- good games, more than bad games. Usually. Depends. Yeah. What's your guilty pleasure? No, let's not do that, that's feedback <laughs> stuff. Uh, let's start with the one that will likely take up the bulk of our conversation. A little game called Death Stranding. Where do we start? <laughs> um, we'll start with the end of Norman Reedus, his penis... Yes. I consider that the extremist part of Redus. <laughs> and Reedus the fact penis. that you can do a big old piss. On some mushrooms. No, no,
3: it, no, 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 no. It's not on the
1: mushrooms. You
3: cause the growth of mushrooms. But well,
1: that would... Inherently that would you'll mean you're peeing on, on the mushrooms is eventually. A, a seed. Unless he's pissing seeds. <laughs> we don't to, have that yeah. confirmed. Is it Maybe. seeds or spores? Mm, spores it would be spore piss. Mm. Maybe he's got crazy other world spore. You don't you in don't you don't piss,
2: you see, that's something else. Excuse me? Oh, I'm sorry, that's horrible.
1: Yeah. Get, get out. <laughs> uh I mean, well how's the baby being made? Well it's so I don't want to talk about it. Um <clears throat> well we actually do know that the baby is made inside a a woman in a coma or half dead BB. or something. A Bibi. Yeah, BB comes Played from by a still by Margaret Qually, who is uh, very not, good. No, that's Mama. Mate, you've it? not paid attention to the trailers. Mama oh, is sorry, Margaret no, Qualley. She She
2: was the one with the ghost baby. She's got yeah, a ghost baby. Yeah. Go, She's, the, the the other side. On.
1: She's the opposite. BB, yeah. the little bridge baby. Mm. Those guys are born from comatose mothers who have a connection yes. to the other side, obviously. But wasn't she one of those, but she lost her baby. Her so baby's so ghost, on the other side, though, right? Yeah, I think she gave... I think she gave birth on the other side. Okay. Whereas a still mother is on our side, but she's in half death.
3: Jesus. Christ. And she has, Mama has, like her baby attached to her by like a, is it like a pair of handcuffs? And you can see the handcuffs. No, floating? No, no, it's
1: a spectral, spectral umbilical cord. The handcuffs are, in fact, because I saw an exclusive you behind did. the scenes trailer um, that they showed only at Gamescom at time of recording. Um, the handcuffs are actually just symbolic, huh. and they represent the bonds between people who believe in the UCA, the United Cities of America. Well. And that's just one of many things <laughs> that only makes half sense in Death Stranding. I can't wait for this. I, this is the thing. Everything I say is making fun of this game and yet every single time I make fun of it it makes me want to play it more. Because mm. it's... So stupid that I'm sure the game must be good. The moment he <laughs> fell down that mountain I was in. Actual slapstick yeah. <laughs> in, a, in a Kojima game trailer. Because I know we had, I, I suppose we had D-Horse pooping. That was kind of, yeah, that's see, your that's, base when, he when does like that. people
3: have been referring
1: to the fact like, you can piss, what the fuck's going on? And I was like, but D-Horse just poops on command. I have absolutely no doubt that Kiefer Sutherland, at one point, his model did a piss and then he <laughs> vetoed it. <laughs> um do we have much more to say about Death Stranding? I feel like we well, can talk about it forever, but you I were could very say quiet. how just
2: mad about Death, um, yeah, Jeff Keighley is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in it.
3: It's just, like, of course he is. It's mm-hmm. Kojima and Co., the musical. Yeah. I hope it's got a musical number. Imagine if it's got a musical number I in it. I bet it, it does.
1: <laughs>
2: just like, like, who else is in it? I did a little, um, filled package, Mm. which is inside baseball term for just a video. (laughs) Um, (laughs) From the show floor. Yeah, in uh, with uh, one of our lovely German hosts. Mm. I had a lovely week with and he uh, was asking lots of German people who they'd want in Death Strand if they could pick one actor. Yeah, Uh, We talked to a young German couple. The girl said Megan Fox, which about six or seven years ago would have been a relevant choice. And the other, and the man said Kevin James.
1: (laughs) I mean, I would... Die to see <laughs> Kevin James in Death Stranding Especially if he had to be voiced He could play a young Del Toro quite easily All the f- most famous people in there <laughs> mm. Are being voiced by someone else mm. So, I mean, who would Kevin James be? I'd love him to be voiced by Willem Dafoe oh, well, <laughs> Kevin James
2: was just the voice of Del Toro <laughs>
1: That would actually be quite good Of
2: uh, all the acts in the world Kevin, Kevin James. James. <laughs> Maybe King of Queens is still huge in Germany.
1: <laughs> Maybe. We'll the zookeeper is things that the are biggest huge film in German history. history. Oh, it could be. Yeah. I get that confused with we bought a zoo. Yeah, that was just looked pat. <laughs> zoo based.
2: What, are you saying the zookeeper's alright? No, but like, not just looked like sentimental bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> Whereas the zookeeper at least did it have talk? I'm guessing it had talking animals at some point. I didn't Come watch it. I, yeah, it,
1: he'll there will at least be a bit where he gets hit on the head, and suddenly the lion's like, mama. Yeah. "Oh, mama! <laughs> oh, Kevin, give me some meat!" <laughs> Every time I think of, I don't know why. Every time I think of someone who can suddenly hear people's like internal thoughts, mm. I think of the uh, door lady in What Women Want who lusts after Mel Gibson. <laughs> I don't know why. On, that's, it's the your most, reference. that's the most extreme like uh, mm. point I have. You can't anyway, rock a baby with your jewel shock. Yes, you can. Uh, finally, someone uses the six axis for whatever it was always designed for. Yep. Uh, and apart from that, I just can't.
2: I just want this game to be one big old journey across. Well, this America. Is We've seen actually quite a lot of mm. the game. It's at the point now where people are going. We don't
1: know what it is. It's nonsense. There's there's enough there to piece stuff together if you want to. So to talk again about that. Behind Closed Doors trailer a bit, if you haven't already read my fantastic write-up of everything that happens in it although I did leave out the thing about the handcuffs I forgot about that um, the, uh, <laughs> I'm at that now um, They it makes quite clear that what this is a what the, the bulk of Sam's mission is about is travelling from the east coast to the west coast along the way he's connecting cities back up to this chiral network i don't know what that means i looked at what what chiral means it's is it a word that, it's something that can't be reflected in a mirror properly um, it's bollocks though is what you're saying so i don't know what the chiral network actually means i don't know if kojima does yeah but they're being connected to some kind of network that brings the states back together again after the cataclysm of the death stranding mm-hmm. uh and on the west coast the new president of the uca has been kidnapped by troy baker's terrorist okay. group the homo demons okay which obviously doesn't translate well it doesn't translate well but Although, we're going to ignore it yeah if you're sniggering at home that's your own business yeah. we don't want to talk about it but
2: uh i feel like yeah we know enough not enough but we know a deal about the Norman Reader side of things still don't really know what on earth has happened with Mickelson and that whole like World War well, One section. Yeah. They show See, this before. is the thing.
3: Like I'm starting to, as you say, you're piecing together this idea of like
1: I get the impression it's sort of a road trip movie. It feels it a video game. It feels game. like it's essentially, and I mean this nicer than it comes out or comes out. Kind of in the same way as Walking Simulator. To mm-hmm. me, it feels like Fetch Quest the game. You are yeah. taking cargo from one place to another, but that cargo probably has story significance or some like We've seen a tiny bit of that with Keely's character. Yeah, yeah. He's Luden's fan. You're giving him collectible figures of Luden's. I mean, it's more Kojima self-congratulatory <laughs> madness. It's this, this like astronaut character he's created that's done nothing ever. His fa- his, his, <laughs> hey, he's on a flag. He's yeah. on a flag, Ooh. and you can buy bits of him already. Yeah. Brilliant, um, But... So there, there seems to be something about maybe you have to go and find those cargoes or trade for those cargoes to give to the right people to make them connect because the only reason Jeff Keeley joins the Chiral Network in that gameplay mm. is because he was given what he wanted. So there seems to be some kind of gameplay mechanic around that stuff. Maybe it's a... It almost reminds me more of like... Space sims like trading ideas. So, I was
3: thinking exactly that. Like, you know, I was actually just as you were explaining, sort of like the, the going around to different networks and stuff like that. It's a bit like when you're exploring a No Man's Sky planet, right? And you're finding these in- individual hubs. Mm. And like, there's not a huge amount to do with those in No Man's Sky, but the idea of those all being interconnected mm. and mm. it's like going to one place mm. leads you into another. So I
2: do wonder how big a journey it is because we've not, we've only ever really seen one, maybe two types of environment in this whole
1: world so far. But the map we've seen is literally the entirety of. Of the U.S., like so, it must just be hub areas along yeah. that route, because what is that otherwise? Mm. See, if mm. you do it hub areas like that, that would be quite um,
3: like Metal Gear Solid 4 has that. Like you go into mm-hmm. quite long stretches of different environments, and then they're punctuated by very elaborate cutscenes, which mm. I'm sure this is going to have with the acting yep. in inverted commas talent that it's got <laughs> that's cruel it's got actual actors in no, it as yeah, well no but what I'm saying is that half the actors aren't actually in no, it although they? No, they, they just stole their skins was. for it yeah that's true um, But yeah. So yeah, I reckon
2: like yeah like one your reference characters is going to be someone you meet for ten minutes in a place Yeah. maybe mm-hmm. you're delivering something to him he tells you a nice bit of story has a bit of philosophy to tell you or something yeah. then yeah. you leave him but you it's you like you saying
3: it's where do the the soldiers with the skull faces come into it. Like yeah. We know that there is some form of combat in the game. And it looks like it's more about... like I don't think Sam
1: looks like he's particularly proficient with no, combat. No, I think it's more about no. getting away than it yeah. is about getting through.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it might be that there's just a... I could imagine there being like a really good stealth set piece where all of those soldiers are walking around like an environment and you've got to gradually work yeah. your way through it. Um, well, the- Kojima is going to definitely be in this game. He's going to put himself yeah. in. Do you
2: think he'll be give himself like the architect role, like in the Matrix? I or reckon he'll just he'll just be in a white room and you, telling you, know you those everything. F- five creepy floating black figures. Yeah, do you he's, know, he's all, all of them.
1: All of them. <laughs> <laughs> it's just five. <laughs> they just represent Kojima's. the five Metal Gear Solid games. That's and, actually, <laughs> yeah. I mean, that is so <laughs> not far from <laughs> Um Matrix. I forgot the Matrix Four. Oh yeah that's happening it's, it's yeah that's sh- not Gamescom
2: news let's no, move but, on
1: yes it's happening I mean let's just raise the point. point two out of those three films were shite it's the second probab- one's okay It's not the second got one okay is
2: set okay. pieces. it's
3: not actually a good I film. would watch the second one again I would not watch the second yeah, one again I've watched many bad films over again just because I enjoy some I, of the action yeah, bits I, I, I think compared to the
2: first one the second one's bad I don't think
3: I think it's still watchable
1: statistically the fourth film will be bad that's all I'm saying. <laughs> I got God knows where it's going. So. Um but let's get back on topic. Mm. Uh basically my feeling about it is after seeing that cutscene that it will be Sam and the UCA are the mm-hmm. good guys, but the UCA have some there's some thing where they've like upset him in the past. So I don't know if there's gonna be some internal eruptions there. Mm. And then it's the homo demons on the other side. They're the bad separatist humans, and mm-hmm. then Mass Mickelson probably represents like death who wants to kill yeah, all of them or something devil. he feels like Death Stranding incorporate, incorporated incorporated <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah who knows I can't wait I, like it's mad that this is out in November because yeah. it still feels like we know so little but mm. that gameplay did make me laugh and that's kind of yeah. actually what I'd
2: like I want to I've said every time they show something I'm like don't need to see any more now I just want to play it, but, but every every more. sneak peek I see, I'm like, this is
1: mad. Yeah, that's the thing is, yeah. I, someone else said this to me, and I like it, and I can't remember who said it to me. So soz. probably me. Um, so many games now are totally expected, mm. and so just someone on a high budget trying something really fucking weird, yeah, is only really a good thing. Even if the game itself is bad, it represents a good exactly. thing to do. Yeah, and I'm really happy with it for that I reason. Want it. Uh, in terms of games that have, Are you trying to do a segue, I, I am, but I was trying to do it in a more like n- not a shit way,
0: yeah.
1: um, <laughs> okay, like you do. But basically, my point is, games that make me feel one way when I see them, and now I don't know how I feel oh, okay. about it. Avengers. Yeah, I am now much more excited about this game than yeah. I was before. So, to explain, what they did with this is they invited us behind closed doors again, mm-hmm. and we got to play the section that you have probably now seen the mm-hmm. section that we've been seeing behind it's closed the whole doors, tutorial since level,
2: three. which is yeah, completely non. What word am I thinking of? I mean, it's a, it's a linear. Um,
1: it's like it's an uncharted untu- untu- set piece. Yes, yes. yeah. Um, with it,
2: QTEs and it with It just doesn't rent. reflect the gameplay of the rest of the game, well, which is the mad thing. What well,
1: we're told yeah. is that it doesn't reflect the gameplay yeah. of the game. So they they let us play the tutorial first, and then they did a presentation afterwards where they explicitly say, by the way, this isn't what this game is. Well, I mean, <laughs> the
2: rest of the game, they
1: told me, has no quick time events. Yes, yeah. Um they also said well i'm not sure that it has no quick time events it's just that quick time events said, don't dominate they what said that to means. me that
2: in the main gameplay there will be no corridor areas and no quick time events they said it
1: that definitively they yeah. didn't say that in mine Well, um, maybe maybe
3: <laughs> didn't mean to yeah. so, <laughs> I, I think what i was saying just off the way that like we know that these types of games are manufactured is i can't imagine quick time events in the co-op sections yes. because by nature they have to be a little bit more open yeah. they have to Except that other people are still in the session with you, so they can't yeah. like slow down the action. Or I know that some games do, but yeah, not, if you have to like lift a car together, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Whereas I can imagine the the single player missions, which you know have been described as specific to individual heroes and kind yeah. of part of their backstories, maybe part of the story that leads into where the co op missions are. Yeah. I can see those being much more, un- say Uncharted, we should actually be saying Tomb Raider because it is the yeah, Tomb yeah. Raider devs. Well, if yeah, if you're still not sure what the
2: structure of this game is, which I don't blame you because no. it's been very difficult, it is basically Destiny.
1: Well, effectively, no- but... No. There are strictly <laughs> single-player bits. Yeah, so there's there's two separate modes, essentially. You've mm. got a campaign, which is a series of missions that take place in a linear fashion across various different maps, each of which you play one specific chosen yeah. hero. Hero missions. Um, and that currently all we know is that it will be the four or five Avengers. Th- they, they just kept saying the core team. Yeah. Um, we think, I personally think there's a wider core team than they've shown at this Absolutely, point. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and that it will be added the idea is that those hero missions start off with you going as one character to take to yeah. get another character back into especially the
2: especially in the tutorials, you play as Captain America for five minutes and then they go
1: yeah he's lost for the rest of the game he isn't no he's they lost tutorialize maybe you maybe two minutes. hours <laughs> yeah. um, I just think the first person you play as will be Kamala Khan because mm. the intro that we see has her meeting all the Avengers I realise watching it again she's in the bit where she's saying it was awesome meeting the Avengers, that little girl who's later on in in the demo is in all of those scenes. Hmm. She's talking to them or watching them and stuff. Mm -hmm. And at the end, we see what very much looks like a young Kamala Khan falling over and ingesting Terrigen mists, which is how she gets her powers in the uh, Mm -hmm. the comics. Um, So basically, I think that's what's going to happen. But the other side of this is Warzone missions, which are, up to four-player co-op missions where you can choose any hero you've unlocked mm-hmm. and play through them in the way you want to. But, with yeah, people. you can't have multiple heroes in a team. It has to yes. be...
0: Yeah. You can't have four mm-hmm. hulks.
2: <laughs> yes. It has to yeah. be... Which is where it is different from Destiny, whereas, like, you can have three... I'm not... Three warlocks. Yeah, yeah you, you can three, have three titans. Or, but that means... And because each hero you'll have individual progress on yep. and gear scores because there's loot mm-hmm. systems like Destiny. That means if you are commit... like. If you're playing in a team of four all the time, you're going to have to make that decision early well, on I, if you want to be... Mm-hmm. For, like, say I think there's for a certain all amount three of normalisation about it, and, but... But say all three, of that's the problem I think they have at the moment is that half of those heroes feel really good to play and mm-hmm. half of them really don't. Goes so if really. you've got a team... I think the cap felt good, although yeah. I had a short time of him. I think four
3: feels good because he's basically Kratos. Mm-hmm. And designed by like the combat designer on this game yeah. is from God of War so th-
2: they're the top two, then I think Black Widow was good. She does feel quite Disagree. Tomb Raidery. But I just I think her combat felt good, it's just the boss battle you play with her is overly long That's and awful. not very good. Um, but I can see her actual combat being quite good in an open environment I like, she's
3: got uh, the one thing that I quite like about her moveset she's got a grapple hook so you fire it out and pull people yeah. into you mm. and then when you start using the heavy button you immediately pull out the electro batons yeah. that she's got I think got.
2: the reason I enjoy Cap and Thor so much is because they have a mixture of ranged and melee options yep. whereas I don't enjoy Hulk because it was all just to me just smashing square it was Bit. Hulk it still wasn't has for the me.
1: Hulk still has the funniest move which is that if you hold square instead of press it yeah. instead of punching he grabs people yeah. and then you can use them as, projectiles. But as far as I know you
2: didn't really have a range that was kind of a ranged attack but not like the others do
1: Uh oh no you do have a ranged attack you can he just wrenches a bit of concrete out the floor okay. and throws it
2: Um but it takes but longer Iron man shouldn't feel the worst but by far felt the worst yeah, to me, I don't yeah. know if that was just inherently because it was a corridor section where you can't i can imagine in these bigger wide open levels that they're promising flying around them will feel a lot better and you can unlock weapons so like once you unlock his rockets and Mm -hmm. other weapons you don't just have the um i think the
3: main thing is is like we're as as much as anthem hasn't worked out we we have it very clearly in the memory and anthem feels like playing Mm. iron man yeah and like so Effectively, you know, if game design was as simple as just wrenching yeah. something out of one then and Especially dropping it in the in other. Especially in that
2: file. bit they show all you can really do is hover around. You can't re- I don't know if in the open levels you will be able to
1: properly fly like what, at what, speed. That's it. So we have seen footage of him flying in more open areas. Yeah. So I'd like to think that is possible, but the tutorial certainly does not say that you can. No. There is a dis- bespoke on ra half on rails mm-hmm. uh flying scene and then what you do in the combat is just hover so it feels to me like it might be you can fly outside of combat sections and then when you're in combat mm-hmm. you're in hover mm-hmm. mode which just doesn't o- feel that outside good. of that i'm just not really
2: into a lot of the voice acting and the dynamics mm-hmm. between the characters Not my thing. like four was by far by far him and Kappa by far i think mm-hmm. the top two to play as but thor's Acting and the character they're going for with him, they're going for like four one, the, like the branner film four, which is not the based. 4 anyone wants anymore. I don't mm. think, but that's the problem they're going for. Are they going
3: they're going for the film look, but kind of going for the original well, comic characters. Kind this, of, I, this is you say the yeah. film look. They they look like realistic interpretations of the comic. Like I know there is. A certain amount of oh okay so that makes it look like the mcu but i think that the reason why is the mcu is so fucking spot on mm, yeah. turning comics like real true to comic panels mm-hmm. into real life that i don't really like unless they were to have gone completely sulshaded, shaded borderland style comic look I think this was always what you were going to get, regardless of whether Downey Jr. existed or not. Mm-hmm. Like this is what that universe looks like. Yeah,
2: I don't. It's one of those
3: where it just doesn't
2: feel or look right to me, and I don't know what I would do to fix it. Like for some reason, I never had that problem with Spider-Man. It never felt like, even though it's actually got the same art yeah, style. But it never, I don't know why. Maybe it's because they nailed the young Peter. They, well, it I, was they basically maybe they did model it on Tom Holland,
1: who has actually nailed it anyway. I also think um, Spider-Man just looks better like it's a better looking game right yeah. now. I know it's early for Avengers so it's not totally fair to judge mm. it on that but there's a lot about how those models look. Mhm. that don't there was something there's something really clean about Spider-Man and it's kind of it's a bit of muddiness to yeah. Avengers there's a, there's right. A slight now. Bit,
3: it's got like a I know it sounds a bit odd but there's a slightly grainy quality
1: to yeah. Avengers at the moment. I totally agree. Um which is oh there's a term for that but that's a way of making it mm. work performance yeah, wise you're essentially leaving pieces I, of image out it did play
2: more fun than it looked when we originally oh uh, absolutely to me i'm much more up for it and i'm up for that style of game if they bring enough content at launch to it because my problem is there'll be like maybe four or five hour story and then but maybe like yeah. six other strike like missions available mm-hmm. at launch and people be like oh let's
1: wait a year yeah we should say that is complete conjecture we don't oh, know yeah, that. yeah i'm just, just guessing a, that's yeah. a worry yeah um yeah, I, but that it's weird because it sounds like we've been ragging on it for a while, but all of this is basically, yeah. it's better than we thought yeah. it was. I'm,
2: uh, it's fun and I'm excited for it, but I'm
1: still very wary of what the final thing will be. Yeah. I, t- honestly, I wouldn't mind if this game was, like, I'd do a bit of the Warzone stuff, but if it's a good enough, if it's, say, eight to ten hours of a good Avenger storyline, yeah. it's done a good That's job not, to me. Yeah, and
3: we pay full bucks for that in many yeah, other exactly. cases. So, like if even it like so I have like an on off relationship with Destiny where Mm. like I actually even though I think the story is bobbins for for Destiny I do really enjoy their campaigns and I play that either on my own or with some randomers Um, and then I'll normally after a, a launch has dropped I'll normally spend like a good sort of 30 or 40 hours with it, and then I'll disappear, and mm-hmm. then I'll come back. So, when Shadow Keep comes out, yeah. absolutely I'm in for that. Um, but probably won't stick around like the hardcore Destiny yeah. do. I could probably see that be my relationship yeah. with Avengers, yeah. where like when DLC turns up, I'll be happy to and jump in. I promise that that's all like new characters are free updates,
2: yeah. and they'll all have their own missions, story, mm-hmm. and missions. Yeah, the Warzone only, the only paid them.
1: element is like costumes and skins, yeah. basically. Yeah. And
2: at the moment, they've said it's just Earth that's been in there yeah. but you could easily Cosmic, see right a year down mm-hmm. the line just adding a bit of a planet or yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's the bit that I look forward to in a couple years if they do get to that destiny level of introducing
1: three hour long raid missions yeah. where you're basically playing a full yeah. Marvel film and I know it's not like the exciting thing to think about before it's launched but yeah. we do live in a world where games get really good two years later Seeds yeah. well, <laughs> so oh, be- for example yeah mm-hmm. so it might be that it comes out and we're like meh and then mm. two years later you're like fuck yeah. I'm Um, Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. What a weird one. Mm. Uh, I also saw Disintegration, Ooh. which is... I know I've talked to both of you loads about this. Tell so me more, but know, I'll about. listen
3: to you. Like Honestly, th- this sounds something really, really special. Well, and I will sit here and listen to you say why it. Why do you like it so much, Matt? Why do I like Well, uh, hold on. This is a loaded question. This is your
1: <laughs> little freak. <laughs> 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 Calling me a freak? You're the one who loves Mex. <laughs> I, I feel like we should explain what this is first because yep. some people might not have watched Jeff Keighley's show or they might not have paid attention to this. Disintegration about is a the game, game from the guy who well he's listed as a co-creator of the original Halo he was on the team till Reach and he is specifically uh, the guy who designed Master Chief whatever that means I think that's in a kind of fiction sense and look sense to a certain extent Mm -hmm. like Master Chief is his guy okay Um, He's now back with a 30-strong team called V1, and they're making this game Disintegration, and everyone's gone, it's a sci-fi FPS from the guy who made Halo. We know what that is. And then what you find out is is a game about being a robot man with a human brain on a hover bike that has guns on it, and he controls a small squad of outlaws who are also robots with human brains (laughs) at the same time trying to get their human bodies back. It's really weird. We've all been Um, there. And it feels like a bit Titanfall, a bit MOBA, a bit space combat. It's not Halo. And I think that's what took me aback. So Mm -hmm. I have played one full round of multiplayer. Turns out I'm sick at it as well. Sounds good. Mm. Um, But it's not
3: Slayer is what you're saying. No. So
1: this was an attack defense mode, Mm -hmm. um, which was... Re- like properly fun. So everyone picks a squad. You don't pick a character. So it's like my team were called the sideshows and they were like creepy clown robot people. Um <laughs> mm. my Grav bike had two giant clown faces on the side. It's you really didn't I don't yeah. It's <laughs> mad. Um and so my team was built around defence and traps so I could lay grenades that could be remotely detonated as my primary attack, and then lots of my team had abilities that were like, I can slow people down in this area so I can catch them in an attack, so or, or that kind of thing. How much control do you have over this squad? So, you are in full control of your bike and its primary fire, and that feels a bit like... It's a bit like space combat, it's a bit dogfighty, but it's not full free. You can't just fly up and down and mm-hmm. around. You're constantly horizontal, and you're on a, like... I don't know, like a sort of a set y-axis. You can go ground level to a a certain height, basically.
3: So you you need to be more familiar with first-person shooter controls than you do flight controls, right?
1: Um, It just has, once you're fighting another person, you suddenly start feeling like you're in a dogfight because you're having to go, like, around each other rather than strafe in front Mm -hmm. of each other and Mm -hmm. stuff. In terms of your squad, they're controlled basically using a ping system like Apex Legends. So your R1, you just click it and they'll go there and it's contact sensitive. So if it's like you've clicked an objective, they'll be like, we'll go and capture that objective. Yeah. But that means you can maneuver yourself and them independently. I could send them off to fight someone over here and I could flank round go okay. somewhere else. Then each of them, those four people in your squad, have individual abilities. So... They have, on your D-pad, up, down, left, right, each of those is a different ability on a cooldown. Okay. But they use them from them, so they need to be in the right place, if you see what I mean. Mm-hmm. So you've got this kind of two... They describe it as your left hand is your bike and your right hand is your team. Like, okay. you've got you've got to be working two hands at the same time, essentially. What? You want me um, to use both <laughs> my hands at the same time? Yeah, boy. Um, and so what it creates is, like, this... like. It's an FPS at its heart, and everything feels like using an FPS, mm-hmm. but you've got to have a tactical brain at the same time, because if you're actually going to be doing well, you need to be getting your people in the right place to do their abilities. It's almost like playing Overwatch, but you're the whole team. You're, you're Say
2: you're running around a soldier, but you're also controlling the other members you kind of the team. Of, it's
1: kind of... Yeah, it's not as in-depth as that, because from my experience... All your units are different. So you have, like, a sniper and a guy and a big mech and all that stuff. Well, mm-hmm. not in a big Mac. He is a big mech because they're brains in bodies. But Brains in me, bodies, aren't we all? Brains in robot bodies. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but they don't see... I didn't see much kind of evidence that they were doing much more than walking up and shooting. Okay. So, like, if you died... Just- the rest of your squad carry on
2: and try and win for you or is that it
1: yes so they carry on and then you reappear you pop back up and have to get back into the fight yeah so it's a in multiplayer it's a respawn thing and if they die they're dead for a bit and then they like teleport back in with your squad but there's also a full campaign there is a full campaign so the campaign is completely separate from multiplayer you always play as this robot man called Roma and every single mission he'll have a different bike. I don't know why, but that's what they've said. So you kind of having you learn the idea of it, but your controls, your your weaponry and stuff changes and your squad is like a group of outlaws. But what I found out from uh the developer Marcus Leto is that at some points that squad isn't just four people. Like you get an army at one point oh, in that wow. campaign. So it's like the idea is that you're going around collecting more outlaws to your cause. Mm-hmm. And at some points it will be like You'll go. You'll start with a small squad, and then during the course of your mission, you'll meet a load of other outlaws, and they'll be like, "Right, we'll go with you," and then they yeah. join. So the idea is that you're building like an actual mm-hmm. little force.
3: And I suppose when it comes to the multiplayer, in terms of the fiction, yeah, the army actually exists. But you've got—is there five of you in a multiplayer yeah. match versus five? Yeah. So you're like almost like there's five lieutenants that are in the sky, and then the army's on the ground. And they've got their own little yeah. crew.
2: Yeah. It's what kind cool. Of
1: it, is this all like a desolated earth sort of? So the look? story is. That after climate change and uh, like a pandemic, humanity's on its knees. It's going to go extinct. It's going to happen. And scientists in a a last-ditch effort to save us remove human brains and put them in robots. (laughs) Logical. Uh, And it's just temporary. It's fine. It's just till we work out what to do. Yeah. Uh, And then some people lose their sense of self and become a transhuman or post-human race that want to stay as robots. Okay. Take don't, control. Don't blame them. Yeah. Take control, stop everyone. They, they forcibly stop people from, uh, well, the process is called integration. Mm. Disintegration. Do you ever is... wish you had metal instead of flesh? Not on most of me. Maybe no. my ass. If you couldn't really go swimming, <laughs> you'd rust up. Yeah. Well, stainless steel.
2: Yeah. Oh, is that what you're going for? You're, you're rich. Yeah. I'm about for fall. i will be a little sink boy. Wow. Sink even. I just invest wisely, and yeah.
1: also, as I say, just my ass.
3: Yeah,
2: does sink rust. I don't want some. Probably, there's probably some much smaller stainless than me steel can can give
3: stain. Me. It's, it's, it's not actually a, a perfect oh, oh, this guy.
2: Oh, someone big someone stainless steel. Got got We're already in trouble with <laughs> big mill. The one, the one podcast we need
1: Dale on to talk about steel. Damn and it! Have you <laughs> seen in. a gross looking sink? <laughs> Anyway, all of this is to say is Disintegration is quite cool, and I'm yeah. looking forward to seeing when more. When is it out, and what's it on? Don't remember. And it's PC, <laughs> Xbox One, and PS4. Sweet. Um, uh, yeah. I, I'm, it's, the reason I've talked about it so much is it's the only game that I knew almost nothing about going into this show mm-hmm. and came out going, I really want to play that game. Yeah. Because it was, quite, it was a weirdly flat show for announcements. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other one that I've been interested in, you played called The Eternal Cylinder.
2: Yes, this is a fun little game. It's not even little. It's 20 hours long, apparently. Is yeah. Uh, yeah. Jesus. It's so, if you don't know what The Eternal Cylinder is, it's a survival game, which initially would put me off because I'm not a fan of survival games. Nope. I do not like games where you're constantly being told to eat and drink.
1: I just hate watching bars go down yeah. of their own accord. But
2: luckily, the eating and drinking in this game actually benefits you more than just staying alive. So it, enc- it actually makes you want to eat and drink stuff. So basically, you play as this... Weird little alien who's uh, modelled on Qubit. Mm-hmm. The, oh, actually modelled yeah, on Qubit. Yeah, yeah. Huh. they uh, modelled on him. And it's... Oh, I forgot. It's a treble. You're called Treble. What, okay. from Star Trek? That's treble. No, that's a treble. It's a treble. They're obviously playing on right. that, though. And you hatch on this alien planet, which just has this rolling, like, terrifying storm coming behind you. Which what is, is called storm? The, it's like a big it's hard to describe it's like a massive wave of like energy dust okay, it's a right, weird right, right, thing right. It's it's coming, and it's just coming towards you from the back so the first thing you have to do in this game is just sprint <laughs> and run away from this thing and it's called the eternal cylinder the big storm that's where mm-hmm. the game gets its name and you basically hit checkpoints so when i originally saw this game for it was a roguelike and you start and hatch each time and learn as you go along but thankfully it's not Cause that would get frustrating in this game I thing it's checkpointed. Mm-hmm. So you hit these big pillars, which is where the uh, if you activate these pillars the cylinder gets stopped where it is and it gives you breathing time mm-hmm. to roam around the next area and you can then drink up water which you can shoot out like a water nozzle which can like solve puzzles it can also okay. halt enemies. You, c- you don't do a lot of combat in the game but you may need to just like stave them off a little bit right. Uh, I think there, you get more powerful as you go on later in the game. I only played like the first half an hour or so. Mm-hmm. And then you go around these areas until you reach a big... At the moment, it's a big blue wall, which looks like an area you can't pass. And they said they'll change that because it's putting a lot of people off. But as soon as you go through that wall of... It's like a big blue energy wall. The cylinder starts moving again. Oh, okay. So you have to sprint to the next pillar and evade evade everything in your path and activate that pillar and then the same cycle starts again. You'll have to solve some puzzles. And it's
1: like Alien Exploration Outrun.
2: <laughs> yeah, so it's like part like exploration survival and then for 30 seconds every half an hour it turns into like an outrun game where you just have to outrun <laughs> yeah. this massive storm. But the main thing that makes it fun and a different survival game is that you can you can just eat suck up with your nose like Kirby, anything with your mouth, even not your nose. Uh anything you see like seeds and there's lots of plants and just try them. some of them will literally just feed you and keep your health going up mm-hmm. which gives you energy i don't i can't remember i don't think you can just die of starvation you'll just get really slow yeah and it'll make it hard to evade enemies and such but like so the, one of the first things i sucked up was this giant like grasshoppery type creature drops like this green glowing orb so i suck that up and i can suddenly jump a lot higher Oh, okay. So I could get up to a place I needed to escape the cylinder from the So it near feels like
1: it's not just that there's stuff and it might mutate you. Yeah. But they, you could look at something and go, I reckon that might give me this yeah. if I so there was it a, somehow.
2: There was, uh, I went into like an icy region, which I was like, my energy was going down really quickly because I was really cold. But I ate this furry like sea thing and I grew fur on my skin and yeah. mutated me. So I could withstand those conditions That's and go cool. around
3: there normally. It's almost a bit boorish then but yeah. is a more interesting element to yeah. it I suppose and
2: like another one was I went into a cave and there was just this square block blocking a door that I couldn't open and I had to roam around this cave until I found something that I ate up which turned me into a cube shape so I could fit into that hole literally putting a square peg into a square hole. So
1: what is it? Is it Metroid-y? Is it no idea you're never you going should... back
2: you're constantly but, going I mean, forward.
1: Is it the is the idea that you should be finding these things are they in order or is it experimental? I think so
2: cuz sometimes you need to find them to progress.
1: Right. So it is yeah it's like yeah. it's got a puzzle game structure. Yeah,
2: it's got it's puzzles and it's it's all about and you talk to these mad like elder aliens and ancient aliens to work out what is happening to your race cuz you find more members of your race as you go along I met four different ones so Near the end of my session, I just had, like, four little friends running around with me. Oh, cool. And you can share those abilities. So, like, say you are furry, you just select from the menu and you can share it to them. Right. And they all become like that. And it was just really cool because I'm not a survival game person at all, but this was more of a puzzle game than that. Yeah. And it kind of had that, I know this little perk your ears up, it had that Outer Wilds mm. energy of weird alien civilization and races and what is this cylinder and why is
1: it here so it's just trying to work out what's going on yeah you're basically trying else. to
2: outrun this thing and as you go along piece together what is happening to your race and what's caused this cylinder I, to occur
1: I bet that game's going to be well sad
2: <laughs> oh it, it had that sort of vibe yeah, yeah. it's quite because there's no like voice acting it's all like
1: yeah if it's if this is confusing to you, by the way, mm. it makes way more sense looking at the trailer. Yeah. Like, because I didn't, you explained to I think me like, how it sounds cool, but I didn't we know. We have what it a was. couple
2: of videos up on site as well. We had the developer on stage mm-hmm. at the show, and he was a
1: really nice guy. It's so. definitely worth looking at. It's very, very strange looking. Yeah. It's cool. Like, yeah. there's big, like, big human face sculptures in the ground and stuff. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's, it's, a, it's a nice
2: aesthetic to it. But I'd, yeah,
1: keep it on your radar out next year at some point. <laughs> is it? Yes. Do you know what else has a nice aesthetic? Me, Astral Chain, Oh. Uh, which is the new platinum game that I've been playing. Uh, I met the director, Mr. Dowler, who was lead designer on Near Automata, which should give you some idea of what a fucking ledge he At is. At
2: Gamescom, I saw a cosplayer walking around as the character from Near Automata, fully with the b- black blindfold.
1: Oh, O2B. I saw how were they think getting I saw around? As well,
2: yeah,
3: maybe it was like a mesh. It could be a muslin, mm, but still, that's <laughs> not making it easy. I mean, it's not about easy; it's about being stylish, isn't it? That's isn't so it?
1: true. I mm. mean, that is basically 2B's entire design (laughs) Um, and Astral Chain is fucking banging. It's your sort of thing isn't it? It's very much my sort of thing. (laughs) It is a platinum game but it has a very interesting twist which is that you are in control of not only your own character but a legion which is sort of an interdimensional demon that's been repurposed as a policeman (laughs) Uh, This is a fun place for the dark material saga to go isn't it? It's really weird. Um the story of Astral Chain is that uh, something started destroying all of humanity. And, Again. Yeah. It's a theme. I mean, we and, deserve it. Yeah. yeah. And all of humanity that was left, because uh, basically it was t- there's some sort of force turning people into crazy zombie beasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and the rest of humanity built a giant cyberpunk city on an island <laughs> called the Ark. And they all just live there now. But now all the evil started to happen at the Ark. And you are a policeman who is tasked with trying to stop that. You are armed with a legion, which is an experimental t- experimental technology to take the demons that are attacking and repurpose them to attack back. Mm-hmm. You have them on an astral chain. And the idea is that you run around, you can summon them, and they fight on their own, but so you can use the Kind of like what was the character in Devil May Cry? You had the animals. Is it a uh, bit v. like that? It's, it doesn't control quite like V because those animals were... Or those demons, more mm. to the point, were like essentially attacks, but they were disembodied Mm -hmm. from you, whereas this is much more, you're a character, there's another character that you can take occasional control of and working in tandem with them is the point. Mm -hmm. So, your right stick if you hold the left trigger it turns off the camera control and turns on direct control of that thing. Mm -hmm. That's partly because you want to get them in the right place or if you want to attack two demons at once, you're attacking over here, you move them over there they automatically attack over there. But that's also, you are the chain has a physical like full length and certain like if someone's charging at you if you pull the chain taut between you you basically irish whip these fuckers <laughs> you just grab them and fling them across the screen or you can wrap people up in chains which disables them for a few seconds depending on how strong they are and you can get in full attacks that then builds into other things like you're plugging in abilities so you can do link attacks where if you chain them up and they get stuck there you can immediately start a chain like a chain attack with your demon or okay. with your Legion. And then you can go even further. Like This is where the Nier stuff comes in, because Nier had this like almost infinite amount of customization where you could, like, I don't need a HUD anymore. I'll take my HUD off so that I get more abilities. Mm-hmm. I've currently got an ability that any of those link attacks turns on automatically without me having to do it. So now I've plugged in an ability that causes those to happen, then I do them automatically with no button press. So you're essentially like optimizing Sounds yourself. Sounds lazy. Yeah, I'm a lazy guy. <laughs> Apart from all this, I think it might be the best-looking game on Switch. Is it only on the Switch? Yeah, uh, it's published by Nintendo. Mm. It, it looks fucking incredible. The opening to this game just—I did. It's one. This is one of those things that people say occasionally. This genuinely happened to me. I was a bit tired. I didn't know I'd moved into a gameplay section for a second. I was just like, "Oh, it's not cutscene anymore." Okay, and like started, and I've not really had that with Switch before, mm-hmm. and. It's kind of incredible that it's on there at all. Is it quite a lengthy game, do you think? It feels long. Um, Like, every chapter is a pretty substantial amount of time, and I've done, like, I don't know, maybe three, and it's. I'm coming up to probably eight or ten hours. Like, it's a Mm. big thing. Um, Mm. I feel like that's right. I'm not lying. Um, (laughs) If it isn't technically true, it's true in my heart. (laughs) 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 And you can't put me in jail for that um,
0: <laughs> basically I just,
1: basically i think it's just fucking wicked and it's out i think next week yeah um, it's around the same
3: time as control
1: yeah if you mm. care about platinum games or what if i never played a platinum game this is probably actually a not a bad place to start because <laughs> the platinum's whole thing is usually super spe- specific input control. So mm-hmm. you have to be really good at timing, you have to be really good at different button presses and thinking through your combos. This one relegates all of that stuff behind how good you are positioning yourself in any one moment. Mm-hmm. All you've really got is, as the player character is attack with one of three weapons, at least at the point I'm at, and dodge. And those are two buttons. So it's way more about going, I need to be here attacking at this time and my legion needs to be yeah. here attacking at this time, and then having the wherewithal to move together or move apart. Yeah. It's wait, It's it's almost like someone looked at Brothers A Tale of Two Sons and went, what if they were fucking kung fu artists? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's really cool. I like it. I might like give it a go, cause I've never I've always liked the look of Platinum
2: Games. I've just never delved into one, just because the action looks mad, and I'm into giving it a go. Would you recommend this as one, then, or should I go back to Bayonetta? Or... Uh,
1: I would say... Bayonetta is the one that I fell in love with, but I think this is probably an easier entry point. Also, it makes a bit more sense than Bayonetta. It feels like someone actually wants to write a story instead of just go. She's a witch. Her clothes fall off. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I like I, I like quite a lot of the story, and also it has some. The thing I haven't talked about is you're a policeman. There's actual kind. So far, it hasn't gotten too complicated, but there's mm-hmm. some actual good police procedural elements in there. Like to carry on, you need to go around collect like keywords from people so they'll go oh I saw a demon come out of a red door mm. and then it just goes red door and that goes in your police notes mm. and then at the end of the chapter before you continue you have to essentially do a quiz where you've worked you're proving you've worked out the story by plugging those keywords okay. in as responses oh, it's, it's really fun it's, is it in English or is there a lot of reading involved uh, it's well it's in English okay. um, but as in voice of, acted it's, or some of it's voice acted some of it is okay. in, in, in kind of classic let see battle that
2: fire emblem for me that got, make a, got big a week off next week I'm, I'm up for starting a new both big old game both of
1: us are very well I, I mean Fire Emblem is insanely long yeah I don't know how long Astral Chain is yet but it feels mm. big they're both wicked god Japanese people are good at making <laughs> games good on them yeah uh, I don't know what nationality of people made the cycle German are they oh, yeah it was a, from the fitting. made in Germany section of Gamescom which is nice. So did you play it in the indie village?
3: I
2: saw they no, were no, camped they, out there. They oh. got
3: a uh, like this really really nice big section that was like the length of one of the halls, which was Ooh. just called Made in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went there to play the cycle, which you can play at home because it's literally came out the first day of Gamescom. It's a uh, technically an early access game, but is it, it feels free to play. It's free to play. Yeah, nice. it is. It is a PvEVP game. Um, which I see you,
2: You've gone for the. EV
3: I P-V-E- think that's the P-V-E- way to do I it especially, really I, so. I, I played a game only that was PVPVE yeah so <laughs> I think I think there is if you wanted to get really nerdy about it a slight distinction between mm-hmm. the two but they do sort of belong to the same genre but basically if you've played something like Destiny's um, Gambit Mode or the, or something like bad uh, I'm losing all my words here. <laughs> Dying light, uh, bad blood. It's been or, a long week. It's yeah, like. it's been. It has been a long week. <laughs> um, or the dark zone and the division. These mm. are all examples of kind of PvEVP. Uh, the cycle makes this its game. It's not just a mode. It mm. is the whole thing. Um, it looks a bit like Fortnite. It's got that sort of graphical style. Which I wonder I, why they've
1: done that? Wow, I
3: know. It's an Epic so Store weird. exclusive. So, <laughs> mm. um, and basically, the it is. Classed as a competitive quester, where you play a prospector that lands on a like effectively a a planet-sized island. Mm -hmm. Sorry, no island-sized planet. Right, (laughs) Um, which is about to suffer the cycle, which is a 20-minute sort of until doomsday. Right, the entire place is going to go up in smoke in 20 minutes, Uh, and. There's 20 players that drop onto the island, and it's got the battle royale thing of where you can either go in as solos, you can go in as duos, or you can go in as teams. Mm -hmm. But there will always be 20 people. And then across the island are lots of kind of small, easy to complete quests, basically. So some of them is, the easiest ones are like, you see massive chunks of crystals, so you call in a drill and it drops on it, and then you wait until the drill's done, and then you take the stuff. Mm -hmm. And that gives you some points. Some of them are a little bit more complicated. Like, here is a big drone dispenser. Uh, it's going to shoot some drones out. Can you protect it while it's doing so that? it's almost like a game show to try and lead... I like, you're trying I... to get up a leaderboard and get points. Yeah, yeah. So so the whole thing is... so. So you're defending areas, or you're, or you know, you're um, mm-hmm. grabbing things and stuff like this, and it's all the enemies that you're actually fighting are creatures that are in the okay. world, you know. So as you're defending the drone dispenser, you've got like waves okay. of so monsters. So you're not will be coming. actively trying to get other people. So yeah, that's the interesting thing. There are other people on the island, but you're not competing for kills. You're competing for the score that you get okay. for completing these contracts. But I assume you could, could you say someone's doing that drilling one mm-hmm. you could ambush them kill them all and then take the yeah, stuff yeah see this okay. is where it becomes interesting so you don't the really fascinating thing is you don't get rewarded for killing other players mm-hmm. aside in one very specific situation which is where if a player is very very trigger happy and going around murdering other yeah. players they'll eventually gain a bounty which in okay. you know basically they is, become a quest yeah, yeah yeah they become a quest for everybody else uh-huh. and they go and kill them don't be a dickhead get some points but yeah the whole Idea is, is you are trying to be at the top of the leaderboard in the points that you've got. So effectively, you either outstrip, you know, or well, outpace everybody else and do more quests, which means that basically keep away from them and and stay Mm -hmm. doing so you can. I think effectively the ba- way to be good at it is to find ways to chain quests together. So you do this one and then you're immediately finding the next one that's like two feet away from mm. you mm-hmm. And rather than kind of focusing on oh I'm only going to do big quests that give out big rewards because they might be miles apart. Right. Um, and obviously if you're not doing so well then maybe you go and find a team and you, mm. you have so a fight with what's, those what's
2: the end game of this then
3: so uh, the you're, you're obviously looking to escape the place before the 20 minutes is up and basically the person that evacuates that has the highest amount of points is the winner of that match oh but, so can
1: you be top of the leaderboard but not evacuate? so i don't lose. actually
3: know because i've only played this once right and uh, we won <laughs> oh <sick. laughs> yeah so um I, uh, I'll i point out I was with a developer it was me and a developer so he knew a lot more was going on but I know how to shoot things right and so that helps um, so we I don't know if you could maybe become the winner but not get to the extraction zone and therefore fail I don't know how many sort of variations this is <laughs> Um, but I do know you can do things like if you see other players out in the field you can create a truce with them and you can work together but then you can also end the truce as well and if you end the truce then you could shoot them so you could use them to boost your points and then get rid of them interesting
2: What is the cycle out on? Uh,
3: The cycle's only out on PC at the moment Um, It feels so it's made by Jaeger who are the people that made Spec Ops The Line Mm -hmm. and um, so that was obviously Pardon? They're the masters Are they? All right yeah Monster. master get yeah it. no I yeah,
2: get, yeah, it.
1: get it no it's just looking <sighs> at you they're the bomb Disappointedly. Mm-hmm. shut up
3: um, and they also did um, so that was obviously a single player you know uh, shooter they also made a game called Dreadnought which I don't think is as well known but that was effectively a hero shooter but you played a spaceship mm. and it was like a 5v5 um, sort of game where like you had a healer ship and you had the big dreadnoughts which were your heavy tank hitters and the interesting thing I find about that, which is what the cycle is, is it basically takes interesting things about other games that are popular and turns it into its own thing. So Dreadnought turns something like Overwatch into a space sim. Mm. This has got elements of Battle Royale, as you can sort of hear from it. And it has elements of things like the Division's Dark Zone. And like when I first came out and I spoke to you about it, Joe, you were kind of like... it. it you came up with this sort of really nice idea that I've run with is that it's like almost the first post-Battle Royale Yeah. and I don't mean, I don't want anybody to think that I'm trying to say that this is the first PvEVP game like I know those have existed but quite often they've either been modes in other games or they haven't been built in what feels like a way that like these guys quite obviously want this to be a success it's Mm. launching as a free-to-play game on the same platform as Fortnite with a similar aesthetic to Fortnite, it really feels like it's gunning to be the start of a new interesting trend which is fascinating because it's been you know announced not necessarily announced at gamescom but made a big thing of at gamescom Mm. at the same time that tencent have announced synced off planet which i know cardi you did not think so much of
2: i played a very janky Mm -hmm. early development version of that game where it feels like the division but if the division had worse shooting and uh
1: was less inspired, but that's yeah. also, if I'm right, a game about multiple teams dropping in, having yeah. to do stuff together, and then get out at the end of it.
2: Yeah, it's more. Yeah, it's less quest-based than yeah you, the cycle sounds. It's much more left for dead, right? To, yeah, you have to get to an extraction point, defend it, yeah, and get. It's basically like a the dark zone in yeah the mm-hmm. division, but the whole mode is that.
3: Yeah, but the fascinating thing here is is so those are two games that are clearly after the same trend. Mm. And, you know, in the case of Synced, it's made by Tencent, who know exactly what they're doing when it comes to big games because they half-own Epic, well, 40% of it, and they've got massive stakes in the people that make uh, PUBG. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, they outright own Riot that had the one of the earlier big crazes of the decade, which was MOBAs. Tencent know exactly what they're doing, so I find it fascinating that they're doing it. I feel that as battle royale i don't think is ever going to go away because it is quite a good genre mm. um but crazies eventually die down and new ones sort of mm. replace them even if it doesn't be even if these don't become the most played games in the world i could yeah. see us about to go into kind of like a few year period where everybody's making PVE,
1: VP games do you know what craze will never die what wind jammers damn right it won't <laughs> at least not with me <laughs> uh have you played Windjammers? It's a game about playing tennis with a frisbee, but also killing yeah. people. You may
2: have played Disc Jam, the uh, janky 3D version, Why which is like a pretender to the throne. Disc <laughs> Jam is a piece shit. I didn't know there was killing people in Windjammers. No, it's
1: not killing people. Like, it's knocking them over and hitting them with stuff. I mean, that's as fun. Yeah. 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 It's, it's frisbee battle tennis. Nice. No, no. It's Windjammers 2 my-
2: looks... Pretty much like a nicer looking version of the original by here Ooh. with extra shit. Well this is
1: well that, what's interesting is that you say it looks nicer because lots of people hate how Windjammer well, two looks. When I say looks nicer, it's not it's not eight bit. Windjammers one was, was made 8? in yeah. nineteen ninety four. I think it's sixteen bit. Sixteen I was gonna um, say. For the Neo Geo. And it looks that way. It was re released on PS four. Two years ago, mm-hmm. uh, we got obsessed with it. We've, if you've listened to the podcast for a while, you will have heard about us, heard of yeah. us talking about Windjammers. I, I think it's, genu- I think it's genuinely a perfect game. Yeah. I think it's one of the best sports game, sport games ever made. Windjammers Two changes the aesthetic. It now looks like a kind of nineties cartoon. They said like they were inspired by nineties cartoons like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, where it's it kind looks of a bit like the new Battletoads game as well. Yeah, but they're it going does. for a same sort of thing, aren't and, they? And their their kind of thing was like it's american things trying to look like japanese cartoons okay. something like that
3: oh is that that's kind of like the um, gi joe sort of approach to that cartoons, was the other one he it? said mm-hmm. um
1: and so it's got that aesthetic and at first that kind of put me off because i was like part of what makes wind so perfect there is literally a term called pixel perfect and yeah. it's because of games like wind where every pixel is literally a piece of the game yeah. so i was worried about that in practice it doesn't matter yeah. it feels exactly the same it nice. just looks different and they've added some really smart just little tweaks so the idea is if, it, if you're taking sports sequels you know how fifa changes tiny things every yeah. year everyone hates that but it's the way you make those games yeah it's kind of what windjammers 2 is doing but like 25 years later <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> but by, oh, by, that game was made in the first game was made in japan mm. this is a cool thing i would really like to write about this Windjammers only ever really got successful in France. Mm -hmm. They were like, it was a huge deal in France. And I'm not sure why, but it just was. (laughs) And now the new developers are a bunch of French guys who just bought the rights from the original developers. That's a nice story in itself. It's amazing. Mm. Um, And so what they've done is they've taken this game they love, and then presumably these are all fans of the game who've just gone, oh, imagine if you could just do that. That feels like what they're doing. Like, there's now a parry button, so like. Instead of catching it and throwing it back, you now have the opportunity to just smack the frisbee back <laughs> and it does like a drop shot. Like, so it's very Tennessee, hmm. um, which is another thing I like. So that works. Um, and it's just like tiny little changes. You can jump. Hmm. So jump is risk reward because if they've thrown it under you, you've just jumped yeah, over yeah. the frisbee. You look like a dickhead. It, if they've tried to lob you, you grab it out of the air and fling it back in midair. It's fucking it's amazing. still got banging music. Uh, I couldn't. It was over the din yeah. of Gamescom. I couldn't really hear. So the original
2: game has some fantastic. Yes, music. it really does. That's what we're playing at the end of the podcast today eh? oh, Original Windjammers music.
1: Yes, please. Um, basically, I think Windjammers Two might be a perfect game, but slightly more perfect. So wow. I am bold. Well excited for it. Nice. Uh, I don't even know what Star Renegades is. Something that I didn't
3: know what it was until I stumbled over its booth mm-hmm. in the Microsoft section. Um, It's really, really nice. It is developed by the people that, if you know Halcyon 6? Nope. So that was a a small uh, base sort of management game. Okay. um, All in pixel art. But this is a roguelike JRPG, which instantly has my attention. That's two things I'm not super into (laughs) turn based JRPG so so imagine like a Final Fantasy battle style system so you've got a team of of guys you know on the left hand side Mm. and enemies on the right Um, and then there's an overworld which you sort of work your way through Um, obviously randomly generated stuff to it Um, but there's a story and it has like components that it knows how to put together to create a story Right. because they were like originally we started with archetypal characters like you would in in a roguelike but it just didn't work because it didn't feel like an RPG Mm, so it's now got characters that speak. But the reason why I'm bringing it up is, A, it's got a beautiful um, pixel art, very Gundam-y sort of uh, look to it, Um, but it's in 2.5D, which is really Uh, nice. So it's got really cool lighting effects. So all of these, like, chrome and marble sort of uh, structures that you're standing on have really beautiful sort of lighting effects on it. kind
1: of like Octopath Traveler?
3: A little bit, but I think it looks a lot better than
1: Octopath. How
3: are they balancing it? Because roguelikes
2: you don't want them too long because by nature you have mm-hmm. to keep going through them and jrpgs are not it's not a genre that yeah so he says that it's, it's a really
3: short like he like because there was only just one guy sitting on this booth and sort of like nobody was talking to him i thought i'll go and have a oh. look at that because i love the look of the design and i think the thing is is it's it's in the microsoft section where you've got gears of war around it and oh, stuff shit. like that so mm. i suppose like it's not getting the biggest amount of Kind of attention, but the reason why I think it deserves attention is because it's got the nemesis system in it.
1: Oh, fuck. Okay, I'm back.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So basically, um, enemies that you sort of fight and maybe lures against can turn up later on in the run, right? And they'll be better, stronger, understand sort of like how to fight you. But maybe the most interesting way it has a similar sort of thing is if you have one of your uh, party members killed you then, you're, as you're working your way through the world, as part of the law is that you're collecting DNA and you can use DNA to resurrect your people back from the dead. But it's also used for lots of other things. So maybe you're like, I don't, I, you know, I want to put upgrades together. I don't want to resurrect someone. The enemy can resurrect your dead party members and put them in their teams. Yeah. And then wow. you have to fight your so, previous party members.
2: Does it have this Nemesis system within each run or does it remember that over different runs
3: f- of... I think it's within the run rather than... It does sound like it
1: would be really complicated. Yeah, because that would be mad
3: if it was... (laughs) Yeah. yeah. But just that whole thing of, like, you'll want to carry on through your run Mm -hmm. in the hope of that, like, you're going to come across those party members again because you you, you desperately want their Mm. skills back.
1: That is a really interesting way to deal with the problem of roguelikes being that the only reward for carrying on is carrying on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, that's kind of cool. I'm
2: guessing from the name, it's got more of a futuristic setting than like a medieval. Yeah. RPG yeah. Thing. Yeah. So
3: it's um like lots of um, say Gundam style looking things okay. like big, weird robots, um, power armor. Yeah. Um, okay, I'll, I'll, be willing, is, I'll be willing. I'll be willing. Is it on it the now. switch? Um, so I don't know what it's on at the moment okay. because like the, he he described himself as a sort of a second party studio now for Microsoft okay. but they were bought out after Star Renegades went into development right, so yeah. this yeah, sounds like a perfect
2: Switch game yeah. it does so
3: I said to him like I would just I basically want to play this on the Switch I know you're demoing it to yeah. me on an Xbox um, I know it's coming to PC as well but obviously you know that's a standard thing now for yeah. Microsoft um, but it, the way he was talking to me wasn't like, don't rule it out. Yeah, yeah, so I would very much like like it is the perfect switch game, yeah. basically.
1: Mm. Uh, that's oh, you got it more? for games. Yeah, that's all the games what we saw. Yeah, <laughs> all that we think are worth talking about. Yeah, uh, I
2: played FIFA again. Still, FIFA is good. enjoy I would,
1: it. I would be interested in knowing what people thought of Gamescom in general, and if there are yeah. games we didn't. Talk yeah, about if, that you they'd even, like to if you were there, let us know. That's if a replay really point. Uh, IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. Yeah.
2: I just have a rebrief thing. I'm seven out of nine episodes into the season two of Mindhunter and it is still brilliant. I'm five in. It was my favourite programme of twenty seventeen and it's probably now my favourite programme of twenty nineteen.
1: It is very much my shit I'd really like to talk to you about certain things in yeah. it but someone at this table can't be asked. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry I we'll a games call. A, got, <laughs> like I said I'm
2: off next week week after we can have a little delve into it maybe we'll it. do I'll a finish it tonight, Game of Thrones
1: style end of
2: the episode turn yeah. off now I, if you haven't done it it's yeah it's very much my shit um, Fincher serial killers if you never watched series one I know a lot of people have said they were watched a couple episodes and were turned off by it I, I would persevere because it I did like not even feel like you need to persevere like
1: it actually took me two full watches to fully like it. I thought series one had some stuff where...
2: Um, I don't like how series one end, but they do a good job in series two of
1: kind of just retconning it a bit. Yeah, I totally agree. I, yeah, I didn't like how it ended. I also there, there was elements of series one when I saw it for the first time where I was like, hmm. this just feels like they're giving up on certain yeah. stories. But actually that that is also kind of dealt with in series two where you, you see echoes of stuff from the first... Yeah coming back, but not necessarily like becoming they, a part of they the They just do narrative. that really
2: interesting mix of real-life stuff that I know how it's going to play out, with the fictionalised yes. characters mixing in with them, and I'm yeah really wonder, wondering how a certain thing or two is going to play out. And I imagine we'll have to wait to it, season three to see some of that. Yes. But yes, watch Mindhunter if you haven't been watching it.
1: It's well good. Uh, you know what else is well good? Yeah. <laughs> the end of Search helps. Oh.
3: <laughs> Inside is the UK IGN crew.
1: Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and the ones and tools We got the games gonna play for you inside i got a question for you Hold tight the DJ, we coming through Yeah, yeah, and the ones and twos. We got the games gonna play for you inside i got, yeah, yeah. got a question for you
3: Is it in the search?
2: What the fuck are you doing? That's uh, just pretty cool. I'm just a cool guy, <laughs> Read your quiz. Uh I feel like we're wasting people's time in this studio. People there is a VO session booked in for now, I think. Shut so up. But we're gonna take our time because all I care about is bringing sweet, sweet stuff to people's ears. Oh my
1: god. Get your stuff away from <laughs> my ears. Uh let me find my little doc What's the name of this quiz? I haven't got one. Oh. Uh let's call it. Oh, I wish I'd written that down. I don't even know what the rules are. You've made up some sort of weird thing. It's, uh, farming simulator. Simulator.
2: <laughs> oh yeah, Do you remember? I I walk past the farming simulator, simulator pro league. league.
1: Well, this is what it's, it's inspired Gamescom. by. There we go, I'm mad for it. Every year I go to Gamescom and I forget how much of a fucking huge deal Farming Simulator is yeah. in Germany. Uh, so if you follow me on instagram and you should two plus two is joe i'm great uh on one Shameless. of my one of my stories was showing you the sheer madness around the farming simulator league <laughs> section it attracted genuinely more people than modern warfare there was a lot from of plowing I going on uh, there was they were getting very excited it was incredible um <laughs> people in Germany love that game and it will forever remain a mystery to me as to why mm. they're just a more that, intelligent and,
2: peaceful people and World of Tanks has like the biggest booth. that's ever. a Russian thing though I think yeah. no, but Germany, it's Russian like, like Germans are into it as oh well. they're into it they for know.
3: sure but they're into simulators more like they yeah. I, I can remember at one point in history thinking country yeah, at that one point in history, there used to be a German games magazine purely for simulators. Legends. Wow.
1: I love those people. They're amazing. Mm. Um, so I looked a little bit into quite how popular Farming Simulator is. Okay. Uh, and I've got a quiz based on the sheer unbelievable success of Farming Simulator in that country. Okay. I've taken five different years okay. in German <laughs> video game history. I will tell you uh, what position in the charts... That, year that, far- that year's Farming Simulator came, mm-hmm. then I'll give you five games, and you have to guess which one of those games sold more copies than Farming <laughs> Simulator that <laughs> okay. year. This is, these are Let's good rules. It. 2012, uh, it was Farming Simulator 2013, following yep. the standard sports game dating for some reason. Uh, it was the 11th best-selling game of the year. Wow. And it sold 268,000 copies. <laughs> which of these five games did it beat? Uh, di- beat it. Beat it. Okay.
3: So, are, are, these we lo- game- are we looking for what came in at place 10 or at place 1 now? Uh, it's
2: just, it's just above it. It's not
1: place 1. What I will say before we started, mm. f- there's no point in answering what, guessing what the first place for all these years are. It's always FIFA. There's been yeah. one year in the last, I think, 10, no, 8, that it hasn't been FIFA number 1, and it was GTA when it came out. Okay. Oh, I should say, we're playing for a prize. What? For the what? first time. Because. At Podcast 500, a very nice man, Arjun Tahim, came up to me and said, I tried to find the poshest bag of crisps. Oh, I, I, thought I possibly discovered them
2: anyway. Have your brie and grape.
1: And he found <laughs> Saversmith's Champas and Serrano chili oh, potato crisps. That. Champagne and ham chili.
2: Okay. <laughs> um, I don't really like champagne.
3: so...
1: So basically, it's MSG free, it's gluten free, and it's vegan. So. What is that. vegan with Serrano? I think it? it's maybe Serrano chili is a separate uh, thing. To yeah, Serrano yeah, has yeah. that's a place in it, yeah. Uh, so whoever wins gets Ooh. to taste it. Do we Although, have to eat them on the pocket? No one wants to hear we, no well, what, eat what crisp. we can do because Dale will go mental, yeah. Let's just all eat one off mic and have a chat about it, okay? Don't cry. <laughs> <laughs> cry should we do it?
2: this farming simulator? Yeah, yeah, all right, okay. So one of these four games, five games, one of these five games. Sold more in 2012 than Farming Simulator. Yeah. Okay.
1: The five games are... Mario Kart 7, World of Warcraft Mists of Pandaria, Pokemon Black 2 and White 2, Super Mario 3D Land, and Skyrim on Xbox 360. See, if I Only know... Only one of those games sold yeah, more that than is Farming
2: Mad. Simulator. If I know... <laughs> If I think I know Jeremy, I know they're much more PlayStation Heavy than Xbox. Oh really? I think. Oh, in my exciting. own head. I,
1: I can I can say that is absolutely true. That's the same throughout this list.
2: Well, so I'm not gonna go I'm gonna go for Pokemon. Pokemon Black Two and White yeah. Two, yeah. Although that wasn't I'm guessing a massively selling Pokemon game. They mm. all sell well.
1: Mario Kart was Mario Kart seven the one on the seven it? was uh no, seven was D S. Or three D S. Ah, huh, right.
3: Mm. Knock it. But the DS is popular, but it's probably not popular in Germany. Why are none of these PC games? God damn it! <laughs> um, Why isn't World
2: Warcraft? Oh,
1: but I should say all these oh, farming, yeah. all of these farming simulators are the PC version only. Okay, right. Cool.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going Pokemon.
1: Uh, I'll I'll try WoW. It was Mario Kart Seven. Oh, oh. for God's sake! It sold more than Skyrim. I mean, <laughs> Skyrim had come out the year before. Yeah, that was yeah. my that was my tease. But mm. here we go. In 2014, we had Farming Simulator 2015. Did we? It was the 10th best-selling game of the year. It sold 262,000 copies. Oh, it's gone down. Uh, Which of these five games beat it? Watch Dogs on PS4. Destiny on PS4. Assassin's Creed Unity on PS4. Tomodachi Life on 3DS. That's thrown in, isn't it? Or The Last of Us Remastered
3: you can go first gonna go in for Destiny I think
1: mm-hmm.
2: I was gonna stick around I was gonna go Destiny as well
1: it's Tomodachi Life oh, <laughs> <well>, I <I'm, laughs>
2: knew that had to be in there for a reason Tomodachi <laughs> life. life
1: do you remember what that game is no um, is that the weird little like drawn alien one it's no it's a 3DS game where you put your mies in a little town oh yeah and you can make them sing and do stuff it's fun <laughs> it's one of the funniest games I've well, ever played but the 3DS
2: is good in German now
1: Tomodachi Life <laughs> there you go um, nil nil after two Tomodachi Life sold in Europe alone 1.3 million copies what, <laughs> what? it's huge <laughs> wow also that's the guy that made Super Metroid he put it on that. the Switch all sorts of Tomodachi Life stuff I would love Tomodachi <laughs> Life on Switch that game's fucking hilarious <laughs> in 2015 now this is interesting I didn't know this Farming Simulator is on a two year cycle
2: oh
1: um So it goes 2013, 2015, 2017, 2019. Um, So in 2015, we were still on Farming Simulator 2015. (laughs) Fucking Christ. Obviously, lower lower level. Yeah. 27th best. Still sold 150,000 copies after a year. (laughs) People are losing them. (laughs) But it still beat some pretty big games. Mm. Which of these beat it? Battlefield Hardline on PS4. Grand Theft Auto V on PC. That was the year it came out on PC. Mm-hmm. Just Cause Three on PS4, Rainbow Six Siege on PS4. The year it came out as well. Automodachi Life. <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> oh, it's my
2: turn this time, isn't it? I I'm gonna go. This is gonna be this is gonna be my downfall. But I cannot believe that GTA is not.
3: I I was going to say GTA as well. But,
2: did that come out in like November? Did it only have like a month and a half?
3: Yeah, I'm going to go in for the Tomodachi
1: Life. It's Just Cause three. Fuck it now. Just Cause three was 25th. Tomodachi Life only one place below Farming Simulator. It sold another 144,000 copies. <laughs> Uh, what are they doing? Yeah, Grand no. Theft Auto Five on PC. The first year it came out in Germany was the 31st highest selling game. It's got maybe like a week or something. Yeah, maybe it was the end of the year. Yeah. That's a really good No, good so it came out in March, I think. No way! How oh, the fuck? Jeez. Everyone pirated it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> in 2016, the biggest release of Farming Simulator now. ever. Farming Simulator 2017. Sixth best selling game that year, three hundred and sixty thousand copies on oh, PC. That's a bumper year. Uh, I believe well, the harvest believe was the, fruitful. I believe the PS four <laughs> was somewhere in the 20s So another hundred or so yeah. thousand. So huge year for FS. <laughs> um, and these are the five games that I am putting it up against: Far Cry Primal on PS four, Battlefield One on PS four, Final Fantasy fifteen on PS four, Doom twenty sixteen on PS four, or No Man's Sky on PS four. All of those games came out that year. It's your turn, sir. Has it, You haven't got one yet, have no, you? No, it's nil-nil between us all. This could all come
2: out. You should have that in three. Five's mad. I
1: know, but it's great, oh, yeah. isn't it? It just shows you how insane oh, yeah. this is.
3: <laughs> I'm going to hazard a guess at Battlefield.
2: I'm going to plump for Final Fantasy 15. Finally, we
1: have a correct answer, and it is Battlefield.
0: Oh...
2: Gutted, absolutely gutted.
1: Ugh. I get why it would have in be in No Man's Sky just on PS4, but that's still mad to me considering how successful that game was. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, Twenty eighteen, mm. Farming Simulator nineteen. They dropped the two thousand end. Ooh. It was the twelfth best selling game that year. Bit of a fall back to earth for the FS team was there a controversy behind this one yeah maybe maybe. was it only on the epic store yeah they didn't have enough uh, gomsol mash because that (laughs) that license went to pure pure farming farming. yeah yeah they lost the big gomsol mash license it happens so 12th best 285,000 copies sold Uh, these are what it went up against red dead redemption 2 on xbox one because obviously ps4 is sold more shadow of the tomb raider on ps4 Far Cry 5 on PS4, Spyro Reignited Trilogy on PS4, and Monster Hunter World on PS4. It's my turn, isn't it? I'm going for Spyro.
3: Oh, I was thinking Spyro
1: as well. See, oh,
2: if you say the same
1: one, you can't lose.
3: This is true. Cheap, but effective. Yeah, but I, See, the thing is, people went bananas for Spyro over here. I can remember talking to a manager of game who was saying that, like, just... Interest in Spyro was vastly outstretching yeah. like even Red Dead. Um But, but you can, do you Germans love the little dragon boy? Yeah. Um don't yeah. Be, you
2: can say it if you want.
3: Yeah, okay, Spyro. Spineless.
1: <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> Far Cry 5 <laughs>
3: What? Far Cry 5 I guess you can have a tractor in it So That's very true It's very uh, very farm based Does that, based that mean after 5 questions
2: five. Matt has won 1-0 He has <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy your crisps You prick Get
3: those Smiths down you Yep How will Dale feel about The actual opening of
2: He'll the bag He'll love that He'll love that okay. He just doesn't
1: like hearing mouth noise Oh please don't do that
2: I'm eating mine away from the mic because yeah, I am, am away not. I've got quite, uh, quite a quite strong
1: bag. Um, to... Go for the go for the sniff test. What are we what are we thinking? What's the pungency? More they're sh- not
3: they're not actually as strong. I'd say mm. the champagne might be the the Hello. more dominant mm. flavour. That's what
2: I want. I want, okay. I want. I would eat some slabs on the podcast, but you'd be able to hear them in Timbuktu right.
1: <laughs> <know>. <laughs> <laughs> The winner has his first taste. He doesn't look pass, impressed. Pass,
2: pass, pass them round. let let's,
1: let's let's all have a bang on them.
2: The the um, packet has the texture and look of like a high quality bag of coffee.
1: It does actually. Yeah. You know
2: what I mean? mm-hmm. and so, oh, I don't. I've only just noticed
3: that there is a man wearing a little purple hat.
1: Oh, got the face of and, a cat. Hasn't yeah, he? he's got
2: a
3: cat's head. I don't. I don't know what's going on with these. Like, there's a little at the end of it. There's some note of chili, which I do quite like. But the start of it, they're basically sweets. The champagne. Got, the yeah. Champagne flavor is too sweet. You know, if you, you know when you get like the the Thornton Champagne Truffles, they've got a bit of that oh. to
2: them.
1: Which maybe are I'm nice.
3: going. Maybe I'm
2: going mad. I think they just taste like ready salted. So they're not like as a...
3: powerful as I thought they'd be. Oh. You no. Know?
2: Do you know what? They're not bad though. I was a bit wary of them, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't eat them again. But uh, I'm not picking them up the store shelf.
1: Well, I bet they're well expensive. Look at the, mm. look at the thickness yeah. on that bag.
2: But thank you so much for giving us those, Arjun. Oh, thank
1: you. Yeah. I, genuine. Like when he gave them yeah. to me. Because I thought he was going to give me milk. Yeah. Because <laughs> we were expecting a yeah. lot of milk, uh, and he handed these over, and I said, "We're going to try them on the yeah. podcast." Strong crunch, like in terms they of are thickness. a good crunch. They're real. They're proper. Yeah. Like actual real crisps. Yeah. We can't
2: I mean, can't get away from the uh, crisps talk, can we? No matter how much we try. Have you got any crisp
3: correspondence this week, Matt?
2: Or is it vaguely crisp-free? Let's have a look.
3: No, it does appear to be crisp-free. So, <laughs> <laughs> this is from. Carlos Martini. Uh Hello, IGN UK. Long-time listener here. Here's a list of things that got lost in translation for me during the years of my listening to oh, you. Yeah, we oh, yeah. I'm
1: ta- guessing is we were talking about gentlemen
3: from the America?
2: Yeah. Well, the I- America.
1: We were talking about if you are an American, have we just said words that you don't understand and you've just let fly mm-hmm. for a while?
3: <laughs> Which, you yeah, know, we it do happens. quite a lot. Like, mm-hmm. There's quite a lot of American
2: slang that I don't pick up. I have um, been known to talk absolute shit. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So I don't are. agree.
3: No, you have. <laughs> Wherever you're from, Carlos, hopefully we can uh, iron out the issues that you have with these various phrases. Mm-hmm. Crumpets. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, well, it's just, it, how do you describe a crumpet? It's
2: like a bread disc. It's a whole bread disc where butter will drip freely onto your plate. Oh, yeah. oh mate, I love a crumpet. Soak what. up the butter at the Did end of so it, so the last you know, bit of crumpet. You
1: know when you're making a thick American yeah. pancake,
2: which I'm sure you do, Carlos. Um, we're assuming he's American here he might not be American uh, but you might have had a thick American pancake
1: if you made, you made a thick American pancake we all have <laughs> yeah. you know when the bubbles form and that tells you when it's getting done mm. imagine if those bubbles burst and left essentially holes like throughout the entire thing so when you put butter on it, the butter falls through the holes yeah. and soaks into the entire a thing. A crumpet is
2: a bit of a thing, and I do not have them anywhere near often enough. Oh, no, Oh I can't my... remember the last one I had.
3: I like it, some Nutella on a crumpet,
2: really? and Whoa. then it just fills I'm just, it with chocolate I'm and some butter just, only. Just butter, yeah. Maybe a little bit of
3: Marmite. Nah. No, get out. <laughs> um... Wow. That's as angry as I've ever heard you say. Wow. Um, Mr. Blobby, which might have been, did, we bought Mr. Blobby up at Podcast 500. I did mm. describe him as an inverse skip yeah. packet, I believe. He um, is the mascot of uh, uh, Noel Edmonds. Of, of popular
2: <laughs> Noel Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> Is he that bad? <laughs> I don't know. I just
3: felt... I'm tired. That's horrible. I know. I've never, like... I there's a he harsh, is, though, is yeah, There's a whole nice. story that he once killed someone on Noel's house party, which is...
1: <laughs> Are we just slandering him now? No. I
3: don't look, like him. He's look, a slimy I think that basically fuck. Basically, this From what I... Un- rem- We'll lucky it up at some point, yeah. but there was um, a contestant that had to go in like a crane, and there was an accident <laughs> with the crane. Oh God! You've
1: got to say allegedly. Allegedly this stuff. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Cut and them he, into he just, every time we've spoken <laughs> and
2: For ten years, he's watched people open boxes for money. Yeah. No, so we've, yeah, we've had so many beard.
1: extra British references here. Noel Edmonds is a game show host. Yeah. Noel's house party was a weird game show. Yep. And Mr Blobby was a man in a suit who yeah. couldn't speak English. And the he was also
2: yeah the British version. of deal or no deal which is a global property not Mr. Blobby no, 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 no. Mm.
1: I would absolutely watch <laughs> Mr. Mr. Blobby Ooh. presenting <laughs> not deal or no deal would be worthwhile because it yeah. would be as exactly as stupid as that game is yeah. <laughs> uh, secret cinema
3: which is a it's just a fun event. Yeah, it's a London based event in which you know the film that you're going to see, but it is done as effectively as a LARP when you get there. Yeah. You go as a you get given a character in secret before you go. You turn up so for example, the most recent one was James Bond and I went as a agent. Uh, and you get given a mission when you get there and then after you do all the live stuff you get to watch the film in a massive really cool cinema we can't <laughs>
1: all be Bond I'm doing the Stranger Things one are you? Uh, yeah boy i think thinking I do it
3: next it does sound good mm. uh, yeah um, at some point Gav made a reference to Bongo magazines <laughs> <laughs>
1: That is a term uh, it's just, for porn. It's just,
3: yeah. Bongo mags. Uh, obscure and varied references to football manager. Well, Don't I think I can't can. Explain, yeah, yeah, I can't
2: explain what a truck artista is. in that. Absolutely yeah. not. Yeah.
3: And the final one, bellend. Uh, go on, Joe. It's the glands
1: <laughs> of your penis. Yeah.
3: He says he's trying to the, introduce the shape. shape. He says he's trying to introduce it hard here in the U.S. Introduces
1: Bella's milk.
0: (laughs) Congratulations.
3: (laughs) It's a boy. (laughs) And he finishes it with also coconut milk for the win.
1: Yes! You love coconut milk I didn't know Have we talked about How I like coconut milk I don't think we have I only drink coconut milk With my coffee Not because I have Anything against milk Yeah I just like coconut milk more oh, I And guess I of coconut milk. You better not be Taking mine out there. I will not turn my it. nose Up at it But
2: I'm happy with normal That's fair
1: Yeah uh, It's me next This is from Stuart Smith mm. I really like that From Carlos by the way I don't mean to impinge On your time Stuart Smith This better be good <laughs> Oh it is I remember this Alright guys was listening to the most recent pod and had an episode of PTSD when you mentioned <laughs> you could get booked for swearing on an old FIFA. While at uni, I did what any self-respecting student does and spent most of my days hungover playing FIFA 14 and binging Netflix shows at the same time. Mm, good times. I'd gotten a good four seasons into a manager mode save, competing in the Champions League with Blackpool when I decide- which is mad. Carlos, they would have you know that's prim- mad. They would have been <laughs> back in the Premier League back then. Oh yeah, Rotten. when I decided, I'm maybe to- around then. When Stuart decided to start watching Always Sunny in Philadelphia Mm. After finishing a game I got to the messages screen And found a note from the board Saying my conduct during the last game Was unacceptable And I needed to behave more appropriately I realised the connect Was picking up the dialogue from the show And thought it was a quirky little feature But ultimately harmless I was wrong After receiving the message about five times I was sacked Losing countless hours of (laughs) playtime Is this real? Could that happen? There's only one way to find out Stuart? If you're lying to us, I'll kill you. <laughs> uh, what is the most pissed off you've ever been at a game?
2: At a game.
1: Mm. Well, I saw you throw down your controller at least three times during Rainbow Six. Today. Oh, it's
2: just—I'm sure that hit detection's off at the moment. I'm shooting people in the head, and it's not happening. As me. we've said
1: before, I get weirdly angry at Overwatch. Mm. <laughs> I think it's because a game I can—it's
2: a game I can, it's a you game need I to can play. To try out if it will ease those pains for That's you. A good point. Mm. Um,
1: I, whats the most pissed off I've been at a game?
2: It's usually that I'm pissed off with people rather than the game. I can get a bit pissed, like at FIFA, if I have a game where I think I'm playing well and I just don't win because I'm hitting the post every five seconds. Oh, that
1: <laughs> Cardi did an amazing video oh, that you should track down on his Twitter of him failing to now. hit the net. Yeah, so I lost many the match
2: four-one and I hit the post about seven times, uh, not and to
1: continue on a. Theme, that just makes
2: you want to stop playing
1: for a whole night and yeah. just go to bed and never wake up. I think fo- <laughs> I think football managers the lowest a game's ever made me feel, but I wouldn't say it's pissed off because I'm, it's never, usually yeah, I'm, never, your I'm fault. never angry at full managers. because I never feel no. it's unfair yeah that's true but I just I mean life's unfair yeah. though are yeah. you ever angry Matt oh all the time <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> really so
3: I'm, I'm much much calmer these days but um the I got into the Dark Souls games um, mm. last year and uh, I remember my my previous housemates knew the the fury <laughs> um, and uh, yeah the, just specific I can remember a particular Bloodborne boss Which would have been Rom the, the spider mm-hmm. Rom is not known For being a particularly Difficult boss But it was the one That fucking broke me mm. That was That was not a good time For me
1: Oh actually Trying to review Cuphead On a deadline Was oh, that fucking was, disgusting yeah, just,
3: just sitting next to you
2: Was uncomfortable <laughs> That <laughs> was really The amount horrible. of times I wanted to laugh But I did not I was very You happy. were very nice about it
1: And I only completed that game When everyone left And went to the yeah. pub And I just <laughs> had to sit there alone Trying to beat the fucking because devil you're,
2: you're a professional And wouldn't review that game Without finishing it Absolutely not Yeah, You're not a madman who does
1: that? Are I don't know. It sounds know. like you're subtweeting. No, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> saying. You wouldn't do that. No. But someone at gaming. No. <laughs> no. I know no one that did that.
2: And uh, no. Never will. No, I'm not spreading slander.
3: Except against Noel yeah, Edmonds. Yeah, Noel Edmonds. <laughs> <laughs> but he can take it. I mean, the Noel-, Noel Edmonds bit is just going to get beeped out. We'll just have birdsong all over it now. There's
1: a very good bit. Uh, not uh, This is very inside. Podcast, mm. but there's a very good bit in a recent Football Ramble where they uh, redacted something that Pete Donaldson, friend yeah, of the podcast, I know what said. That, do you know what it is? <laughs> <It's>, oh. <laughs> it was worth beeping out. <laughs> I, I kind of got the gist of what it could be, but you can the, tell me later. The sheer reaction he and they have yeah. to what he says is astonishing. Like, yeah. Oh, man, it's so funny.
2: Amazing. Can't wait for that. Uh, anyway, I've got a last piece of feedback here from Andy Callan, mm. who says, I hope you all are well. I
1: thought oh, he was going to say, I hope you all die. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> that
2: would be funny yeah, No one sent that in now Because the punchline's been done That'd be uh, but... really
1: funny if you don't do it I mean, no, it's
2: now going to happen honestly, no, but... Uh, but yeah, are you all well? I'm very tired It's been a I'm long week or two
1: Shattered yeah. I've got a gig tonight And I'm doing oh, going Who, are you, who are you seeing? I'm seeing Murso. Who? Merso Who? My favourite Edinburgh band mm. One of my favourite bands of all time Well, and I hope weirdly, you enjoy yourself They're on a two- This is, again, well off topic, but they're on a two-stop tour... And one's in Edinburgh, where they're from. Yeah. And the other's at a bar in Walthamstow, down the road from my house. Wow. It's like they've purposely Perfect. chosen it. I'm so happy. That's amazing.
2: I'm happy for you. Legends. You should listen to Mercer. They're great. Well, Andy says, following on from the chat you had last on last week's pod with regards to music that you listen to while playing a specific game. For me, it's Onka's
1: Big Mocha by Top Loader <laughs> Still, and Destruction Derby 64. <laughs> I think Onka's Big Mocha is one of those ones where people say... The famous song, which is Dancing in the Moonlight, yeah. is really unlike the rest of the album. It's mm-hmm. like Dandy Woolholz. I can't say I've ever listened to a whole Top Loader album. No, neither have I. But I think it's one of those ones. So it, maybe it's, mm. you know, the impulse is to say, lol. He does say, for our
2: sins, my brother and I used to have this on repeat. <laughs> also, while well, not necessarily an album. A friend and I used to listen to Graham Torrington's late night love while playing Pro Evo. I had no idea what this was, so I did a little bit of research. Turns out it was just like a late night relationship phone-in phone in show. Is it? And he says, like well, and he says the stories funny? were always a good source of entertainment while Merseyside Blue went up against Man Red. That is good. <laughs> but, I was
1: gonna. Yeah. But, is he? Is it? Is it entertaining because it's funny, or is he really into listening to love stories? I, I, either way, I, I'm not going to judge. If it's late
2: night love, do you reckon it's like adult stuff? It might be like people read... like It's the sort of thing where people might phone in with joke situations. Yeah, yeah, And you yeah. would have to genuinely try and sell them, old Graham. The, I've
1: gotten really into a podcast recently called Do the Right Thing, which mm. is uh, where you try and... Where the, the panellists, who are all comedians, try and answer what the actual advice in a situation is but obviously a lot of it's comedy and the agony aunt section they have is fascinating <laughs> like some of the shit that gets printed in real newspapers yeah. is mad isn't it? <laughs> and he says on a side note I'll be at the live show on Friday already happened
2: hope you had a great time and he says I have a two hour train, <laughs> train home from Norwich after the show already happened but I'm glad you I hope you enjoyed it I was wondering if there are any mobile games you could recommend for the journey back that's already obviously happened, but yeah. we can still recommend some mobile games for trips. Yeah. Um, there's obviously Hold Down. Yeah, That's Hold Down's classic. incredible. Um, me and you have been playing a lot of
1: Picross-like yeah. games. Yeah, so we've both been doing Konami Pixel Puzzle, which is free, and it's just making Picross puzzles out of Konami sprites. Yeah. Uh, it's There's loads in there. You've 100%ed it. I 100%ed it, and then it gives you a bullshit hard mode, <laughs> so I gave up on that, and I started Picross Luna 2. Mm. Uh, which is... You've probably done the same puzzle about six times by now, but not known it. Picross Luna 2 is less good than Konami Pixel Puzzle, and it also (laughs) has a... It has like a... uh, It tries to have a story, but it's clearly been badly translated from a different language. And so, like, check this out. This is a story bit that I've got recently. With a strong quake, a monster showed up somewhere... (laughs) That was the ferocious Humpty Dumpty <laughs> What? Do not let Humpty Dumpty fools you He is a poison smeared <gasps> into the crack Fairies whispered when he showed up The moonkeeper held out the ring Towards the creepy Humpty Dumpty The Humpty Dumpty said Disappearing Don't be conceited I see the end of you wow. <laughs> Is this
3: the missing stanza from the
2: Jabberwocky? <laughs> I don't
1: know. S- Setting him up for a fall But if you
2: want Absolutely, loads of Picross for yeah, free. If you're into that, do that. Either of those. Do you know what? I'm an advocate of. I have a couple of Sudoku apps, and do I you? enjoy a Sudoku. A couple. Yeah. Well,
1: mix it up, change up life a bit, spice up. Do you know what I actually really like? Um, it's not really a game. It's just something that occupies me on walks. Mm. Um, there's something called Seek. Have you heard of Seek? No. Um, uh, S e e k. It's basically Pokemon Go for the real world. Hmm. So you go up and you take pictures of. Plants or animals, and it just goes. That's what that is. You've collected it now. Oh, nice! Um, but you can also take pictures, and if it can't recognise them, you send it to a service where botanists will recognise it and teach the AI how to recognise plants. Yeah, so better. you could find a new oh. species without. No, could do. That's the dream, isn't it? Absolutely. Should we have some Windjammer's music? Okay, and fuck off. <laughs>